Hi, everyone. I'm Mike Novogratz, and this is Next with Nova. This is Mike Novogratz on a special edition of Next with Novo with one of my favorite artists, Urs Fischer. Um, this is pretty exciting. It came up quick, partly because Urs has got an NFT project uh, that's going to kind of blast onto the space really soon. Uh, but before I even get to NFTs, Urs, uh, first welcome. Uh, and I want to, you know, I started this podcast because I thought I had this unique uh privilege of meeting so many interesting people. And I wanted to kind of share those people, share those experiences with my audience. And so let's start about who you are, born in Switzerland and why you became an artist, how you became an artist. Okay. So I'm, I was born a longer time ago in Switzerland. Um, and Switzerland is a strange place. Things are very orderly, you know? So if you are a, a kid there and, and you like to do create a little mess here and there, um, you got to find a way to do it. And I think that's what I still think art making is, you know, so you, you rearrange the universe a little bit in an order that you like to see it in. Um, <clears throat> so you have a sense of control. So I started when I, I don't know when I really became an artist or if I still believe in that word as a, that you are one thing, you know, it's just, uh, it's more a way of thinking and a way of interacting with the world. I probably started when I was 14, 15 to find, um, you know, a kind of an interest in many fields like first photography and then, you know, building things, doing things, just interacting basically. And that led me down a, path, um, you know, encountering my first uh, laptop that I bought when I was um, 17. It was like, I think in 92, some Apple laptop that was very clunky and, you know, and uh, saved a lot of money to get that. And then there were the text programs on there and, you know, no drawing programs. But because I was not really a writer, I started to use all these frames and the letters to kind of make... Uh, drawings as I would do when I find a pen or whatever I do. It's the same, it's basically the same kind of interacting. So, and from then on, I just, you know, went out in the world, met people and, and do things, you know. I've looked at lots of different art and there are very few that work in as many different mediums as you do, from giant clay sculptures to digital stuff. And you were, you were in digital art way before a lot of established artists were, right? There are not that many Gagosian you know, stable artists that were doing digital stuff, partly because easy to counterfeit. How do you, how do you prove provenance? Lots of different reasons. And so it's, it's intuitive to me why you're moving into the NFT space earlier, but talk before you get there a little bit about how you make everything your canvas. I, I, I believe, you know, most, most ideas you have or most urges to do something, you find a way you find, the, you find, um how to overcome obstacles to achieve something so that's where the the digital parts came in early for me in in a way as, as just a tool like this thing can do something i cannot do otherwise you know you can just use it and what happened in a lot of art uh, in the classic or contemporary art or whatever however we frame that is people use computers at some point and then they eventually print that thing out or like 
make it a tangible thing, which is not what it was meant to be. And what's interesting to me is that we are in a time, mainly after spending, pretty much everybody spent a year on in front of their computer or, or whatever tablet and starting to communicate in a on a screen. And that's also the time where people over sudden understand that digital medium can be validated. And that came to a broader understanding that some people were thinking about this for, for many years now. I don't know how many years, but like, and this, that this coincides makes a lot of sense to me, you know? Because of COVID, because everyone was stuck in their house, we kind of catapulted into the metaverse. And now we all live a little bit in the metaverse, but you're one of the first guys that are seeing this to say, hey, I'm gonna create art that lives lives in this metaverse. Yeah, you can maybe have a screen that the NFT can be on display at your house, but a lot of it's meant to stay in this digital format and maybe live in a digital world with a digital art you know, museum or a digital li library in your house or a man cave. Yeah, I think it, I mean, you saw there, there are different examples. People um, try to figure out what's possible in within this, this new, you know, this new framework. And there is different ways to go about it. And it, it definitely brings in a whole new set of people that um, that can just work from home with a computer or like and can and can reach out, you know, and I think that's that part is super interesting that it opens up everything that has been pretty gated. Um, I think in some way, the way I go about it is not that different than I go about it in anything else. I do. Let's say I would make a sculpture out of bronze, very traditional sculpture. I would use the medium and I would do it in a way that it would last. So it would need to withstand uh, environmental things like frost, sun, rain, pollution. And if I do it right, this thing will exist for a long time. So it doesn't fall apart. Now, if you think of the same thing as a, in a digital medium, how do you ensure that because there are no, there are no physical properties attached to the, to the, uh, to the work, how do you ensure you do the same thing? So you really got to think about what your data is and how that could be displayed, how you don't exclude things. We don't even have a clue. You need to, think about all kind of possibilities of how you know worlds will overlap or separate or coexist and and to kind of ensure that your work is can survive in that environment so it's not the frost it's not the rain it's not the snow it's like the changes in technology so let's talk about your project uh it's exciting uh the first NFT is is auctioned on uh, on fair warning, right? This week. Um, this project is um, goes back a, a longer time. It's uh, it's just a manifestation of of. Um, I thought about a lot as a teenager how um, it started then that I saw, let's say you have one object. And you have something else and everybody's when i see uh, the glasses everybody sees something else so i see sure glasses but i also might think of my dad that worried or i might think of uh, my grandmother or whatever you know like you associate different stuff with 
with with everything you encounter. Um, and so I, I started to think about the two things exist basically within one thing, or you know, the existence of one object, the physical space it takes up in the in the tangible world, is also it's not one thing; it's also something else, and it's something else for everybody, because we always bring our story to everything. We are basically story people, you know, more so than anything else we see a story in everything so then it was i started by hand to carve things and try to squish them together <laughs> you know <laughs> and to have this and that looked very clumsy because then i was like how would i do this if something intersects you know like whatever and you had to carve it out and paint it and spackle it and it was kind of clumsy and then i started to work uh, um with my first uh, scan data from three-dimensional stuff that we um scan from real life things and because there are no physical properties uh, in a, a in a three-dimensional object when it's digitized it, it was automatic that these things just intersect yeah, that's what it is they just fit together because they there is nothing there you know it's all a story this idea never left me and that i could add motion because when we move things there is motion so that's one segment of what this project is. It's all objects that can intersect. That's one segment. Another segment is the metamorphosis. So we scan everything in my studio. We scan it, we color map it, and I select all types of different objects. And we are very strange people because uh, we have a lot of artifacts. It almost seems the more uh, things get extinct in, in nature and in real life, the more we invent new things. It almost goes like at the same time. By scanning it, instead of rebuilding it, so I don't rebuild these objects. I actually scan them and I make the metamorphosis into a digital form. In the first part of this work, we have the, the, the whole project involves 1,000 things, and they are from everyday things to more obscure things to industrial components, just stuff. They involve cultured things like uh, vegetables and whatnot, everything that has been engineered and, and cultured in any possible way. So I tried to find as broad a picture as possible to tell a story. There's older stuff, there's brand new stuff. There are juxtapositions of two elements that come together in each of the whole thing is, is there are 501 parts to this artwork. So each, each, each piece has, it's the, it's the egg and the big lighter, and then it's something and something. It's a, it's a pairing, exactly. So these pairings, um, I made a render with motion of the, each of these pairings, but logically we put, in, we put in all the raw material to create any other form or any other form of how this could manifest itself. So we share what I made and we shared the two objects and a set of rules of how somebody can reinterpret that. I strongly believe the two worlds will unite. The metaverse and the real world will become one. We have that debate often here. <laughs> and just, I mean, that's maybe a very personalized view. I'm, I'm just, I just see, uh, I just imagine some of these sculptures in 20 years, you open your fridge. And you can have that egg next to your eggs because you want to put it there and it moves and you go somewhere and you can have it somewhere in your real world, you know, or you can make yeah, it very big, put it in your garden and we can, you can render it and change the motion and 
you can have it in a light that looks goes with the light of your sunset in your garden you know it, it, there is so many ways of how that could be seen well that's so what's so unique about an nft and its conceptual view is i always thought i could buy it out on a gallery and i could pull it off the gallery and put it on my phone and then i could go home and i could play it here and i could take it with me like it's my friend and it could it could exist where i want it to exist but it can't exist anywhere else which is so unique which gives it its value there's lots of companies working on how we should display nfts right right now you can't go to samsung and buy a great nft display i've seen some my daughter sent me a picture in la this korean company has made these giant screens you can display your nfts on um there are not that many places where i can say hey Urs, meet me in the metaverse at my my man cave and we'll go into my man cave and all my you know arts on the wall and we can have a coffee but i've seen the prototypes those are all coming and so i think in one two three years the possibility of how we interact with our digital art our digital collectibles our digital music is going to be very very different than it is today and so going slow makes makes a whole lot of sense to me do you think you'll still you found this new medium and it's exciting to you the way i understand it i don't particularly like the idea of an art world you know, yep. I like to share and I like people that share. And that is definitely really enticing in this situation is that there are no gatekeepers that gives so much more room to communicate. I did pieces like, uh, I don't know if you ever saw, I did pieces where I had like thousands of people participating in something that worked with clay. So we just say, we give a simple framework. I say, we use this clay and everybody does whatever they want. And and that left like a crazy landscape of people's ideas and some were very ambitious and they made big things and came back every day and they do that over five six weeks with maybe two three thousand people and they all leave their mark in a giant uh, space and what you're left with is like the naughtiness of 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 everything and so that is also not really a traditional artwork in its sense it is you could say it has a certain rigor of how uh, the framework is set up but it's really about communication and about having fun rather than like an object that is done in a masterly way, you know? No, I, I think community involvement uh, is one of the, the big openings that the, the digital NFT space gives. Uh, and we've already seen some projects where, you know, people can buy squares of a, a painting and, and you might only get 11 squares of the painting bill and then, and then that, that becomes the painting or people can participate. Uh, uh, it will be really interesting to see how this medium changes the engagement around community in art. So is that part, I mean, that could be part of your plan, you know, to, to engage. It's even part of, of this, uh, of this chaos series is to have different there is different ways of how you can interpret it you can always fall back on what i put together but there is as i said earlier you can interpret it any way you want there is a set of guidelines um and then i will bring in different people now already as we release them to um all from all kind of walks of life to interpret my work already as we release them so the whole thing is something that is not like set. I want to continuously 
have fun with it and just let it move. You know, there is the capstone piece in in a way of of, of the five or one where I um, bring where all the one thousand objects detangle from their individual pairing and they will just float around like like a madness. You know, a madness of of mankind. You know. Listen, you sell your stuff in the in the the non digital world or the non NFT world for millions at times. Now you're going into a whole new world. How do you any sense of how this is going to get priced? Do you care how price points will be? Doesn't matter. I mean, we start at uh, at the thousand dollars and see. It doesn't matter. I mean, it will just be what it is. You know. That's why I love artists. <laughs> I like this because it doesn't have that gatekeeping and and um, and. Uh, the price is being made by very few people. It, it is a, it is a public arena, and I, I actually prefer that. I'm I, I completely think so. I've spent so much time on my day now in this whole NFT. I thought recently of like you know whenever I have these, I have all these conversations with people from from the you know the traditional art world, and they just don't understand. So I had a friend over yesterday, and in his early sixties famous curator came and I tried to explain in the project before he didn't listen. Then my daughter comes out, 11, 12, and she was talking about some gems she just bought in some game and she traded that in for something else. And she was so excited about it all. And then all of a sudden my friend understood. It's like, oh, yeah. everything I tried to explain, the, the, kid wouldn't, the kids don't care about it. They, they care about the values in the game. And the same, you know, you remember Fort Knox and I always, that James Bond, when you had uh, the Fort Knox and they tried to steal all the gold. And the idea, like, there is all this gold in this building. So there, that's why your dollar is worth something because we have a building full of metal. No, I, I, I have been selling the Bitcoin story and I always say, this is a true story, you, true fact. You can take all the gold in the history of the world that's ever been mined and it fits in a 55 foot cube 18 19 meter cube 19 by 19 by 19 and i was like if that was a sculpture and we put it in the metal central park it wouldn't even be that big right it's like two times my room and it's worth 10 trillion dollars <laughs> that's just insanity right and so value is just what we say it is and you can instill value in my little you know star wars guy here uh or, or gold, or or a Bitcoin, or an NFT, and so that this idea that we're changing how we think about value is pretty cool. There are a lot of interesting questions there. I ask because it's part of what I have, what I meant earlier. Like, how do you ensure that it will stay? Yes, there are actually really big questions, and and we deal for a longer time with digital archiving now, and uh, which was a really big problem. Like, how do you, everything, we digitized everything. And how do you store that? Right. The wonderful thing is I actually fundamentally believe that some of these blockchains, the Ethereum blockchain in particular, will last forever. Uh, and so when you, there's a technical question, you're going to hack, you're going to issue an NFT and the key is going to go to the blockchain. But will the all the bytes, all the code that creates the NFT live there or live in a separate database? Will the, byte, will the blockchain just give you access to that database? Well, then it's not as secure. Uh, or will it live on the blockchain? When, when it lives on the blockchain, it's, the data is 
secured by every different node out there. The database is the same. And so if you have a thousand nodes or 10,000 nodes or 20,000 nodes, you're really guaranteed that that stuff never dies. And so it's, this is really wonky technical stuff, but it becomes important as we put more and more value on these blockchains that we're putting them on the right blockchains and that they're distributed enough that someone just can't control them. Listen, this has been awesome. I, uh, I can't wait for your uh, auction. Fair warning to everybody on my audience. I'm going to be bidding because uh, I think it would be very cool to at least participate in Urza's first uh, digital auction. Uh, I think it's monumental for the, uh, the NFT space. Just the stuff that you've done, uh, the conceptual stuff you've done over the last you know, 15 years is pretty, pretty uh, groundbreaking. And so to have you as part of the NFT world, uh, I think every NFT collector uh, from whale shark to who knows is going to be uh, at least looking at this with keen eyes. And so guys, stay tuned. And Urs, thanks a ton. Really appreciate you coming on. You too. Bye-bye. Yep. Thank you. Guys, thanks a lot. This has been Next with Novo.